What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Bucket Hats and Toe Taps. This is Jimmy. Well, of course it's me. I don't know why I say it's me. Of course it's me. There's no one else anybody ever any other week, but, you know. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, hope everybody had a good week. We have a huge, huge, huge set of stuff to go over. We had the final week of the North Division. We have the up-and-coming final week of the regular season for everybody else. And then we have playoffs starting from the North Division. So we're going to hop right into it. We're going to go over last week's matchups. We're going to go over the standings. And then we're going to get into the matchups for next week, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to go over the North and South kind of in the same go. Because North and South played each other um, a lot of these games. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with the North Division, technically. And then we'll go into the South. I think there's one South versus South game. So we're going to start with the North. Um, we had Moneymakers versus the Monsters for the first game at 9 o'clock. Moneymakers ended up taking that one 40 to 20, uh, or 40 to 12, sorry, gave Monsters a little bit more credit than they needed right there. 40 to 12, uh, Moneymakers, uh, absolutely no surprise there. Moneymakers have been playing absolutely out of their mind recently. Um, definitely a first place team in the North Division as of right now. It's um, basically who can take down Moneymakers to make it to the championship, if not beat them in the championship. Um, then you had Moneymakers in the second game of the day in their doubleheader. They ended up playing Miami Sharks. They ended up winning that game 60-24. to Again, no surprise there, playing down a division and everything. And then having, you know, the Moneymakers, the team they are, it's no surprise that they ended up coming out on top. They ended up winning 40-12 to and then 60-24. to Then moving on to the next game, you had Plan B versus Pray for Snow. And Pray for Snow, I'm not going to lie, they, they surprised me here. They ended up keeping up with Plan B, and not only keeping up with Plan B, they ended up beating Plan B 52-46. to um, I'm not sure if that was because Plan B was missing, guys. I'm not sure if that's because Pray for Snow just played very well. I'm not exactly sure what was going on there, but Plan B ended up losing that game. Um, Pray for Snow ended up needing that win, I think, for uh, standings and everything. We'll go over standings when we get to the Silver Division later on. But um, that was kind of big for Pray for Snow. Uh kind of detrimental to plan B because they could have ended up moving up into the second seed if they ended up winning uh, both their games, I think. I think. I don't know. I'll go over the standings again. When, I, when we get to the standings, we'll talk about that. But then you had passing TDs versus Royalty. That was a nail-biter of a game. Um, I think passing TDs were without their starting quarterback, but even without their starting quarterback, they ended up winning 14-12 over Royalty, which is pretty big. Uh, Royalty are... A silver division team, but they are a very well put together silver division team. So for them to take out um, them without their starting quarterback, fourteen to twelve is pretty big. Then you had Plan B in their next game versus seven three two. They ended up winning that one forty to twenty seven. Uh, absolutely no surprise in my mind about that because for some reason seven three two have been having a very rough time this year. Uh, I don't think they've won a single game, and if they have won one game, then it's their only game they've won all year. So seven three two. Having a rough time. Plan B taking the dub, which they needed as of right now. Uh, and then you had Outlaws versus Pylon Pythons. Pylon Pythons ended up winning that game 32-16. to um, Pylon Pythons played very well. Showed that they are able to compete with some of these gold division teams. Showed that they may be the fourth gold division team as of next season. I don't know what's going on with that. But we'll see come um, how they end up doing like you know, in playoffs and in the championship game if they end up making it there. And then we'll see how the rest of the teams in the Gold Division uh, end up doing throughout the playoffs and see, you know, if Gary opens up some spot in the Gold, if Gold and Silver end up merging with some teams not playing in the summer. I'm not sure what's going to be going on there, but um, yeah, 
Gold Division. You've had a couple of double headers and everything, and then we're going to be talking about their standings as they go into their playoff matchups later on. Then going into the South Division, we talked about Moneymakers and Monstars, talked about Moneymakers and Miami Sharks, talked about Plan B and Pray for Snow, talked about passing TDs and Royalty, talked about Plan B and 732. Then you had Dr. D with the crossover game against the Phantoms. Dr. D ended up winning that game 32-22. to Dr. D just ended up playing a very well-put-together uh, game. They ended up beating the Phantoms by uh, 10 points. Phantoms played very well for playing up a game and everything. So, you know, Phantoms, kudos to you still, even though you ended up losing the game. But you showed that you are able to compete with some of these Silver Division teams, especially seeing as Dr. D is one of the better teams up in Silver Division as of right now. And then we talked about Outlaws versus Pylon Pythons. Pylon Pythons ended up coming out on top of that one. Then we're moving on to the East Division. You had Revenge Tour versus the Spartans. Uh, Revenge Tour ended up coming out on top of that one, 32-12. I'm not sure if it... I think it was because uh, Spartans were missing a whole bunch of guys, but I was not expecting this uh, this team to end up beating Spartans. Revenge Tour aren't a bad team, but Spartans are a very well-put-together team when they have everybody actually showing up. So for them to end up losing 32-12 to is really big. We talked about the Dr. D versus the Phantoms game. Like we said, Dr. D ended up overcoming the Phantoms, but Phantoms played up a division, so still a good showing out of them. And then you had Going Deep versus the Renegades. Going Deep ended up coming out on top of the Renegades, 57-28. to um, No surprise there. Going Deep have been playing absolutely out of their mind recently with a tie and a loss. Um, I think the tie being to the Phantoms, the other first place or the first place team, and then a lost to the team that they played up against I think it was Pray for Snow. So for them to be five one and one, clearly they've been playing absolutely out of their mind as of right now. And then we'll go into standings and the matchups for that later on. Then you had the West Division. You had Rejects versus DF rating. Rejects were with like I don't even want to say half the squad, like a quarter of their squad at this point. They had absolutely they had like literally seven guys, I think. Um, not the guys that are used to, like, you know, being in their normal positions and everything. Not to make excuses, but TF rating ended up coming out on top of that one, 33-19. Uh, a lot of missed flags and everything. It, you know, it happens. It happens. But we've seen what happens when Rejects play with their full squad, with their starting quarterback, with everybody in, even with their backup quarterback in. We've seen what they can do when they have all of their guys there. So, you know... I think this was simply, you know, Rejects being undermanned. As you've seen the past couple of weeks, they've been very, very undermanned, and they've been having a hard time. But Rejects are a better team than that, so we'll see how they end up doing in the final week and then come playoffs. Then you had the Friendly Gentleman versus Vicious and Delicious. Vicious and Delicious ended up coming out on top of that one, 27-12. I believe they were missing their starting quarterback. I believe Bruce had to end up uh, playing quarterback in this one. Uh, he had a great showing. Uh, ended up winning 27-12, so that's good for them. And then you had One Hit Wonders versus the Berg. One Hit Wonders ended up coming out on top of that one by 1 point, 43 to 42. One Hit Wonders ended up winning that game. That's a huge win for One Hit Wonders for the standings. The Berg, like I said, been struggling. They will continue to struggle. I don't know what's going on with them, but they ended up losing that one, 43-42. Uh, and then you had Great Babes versus Militia. I thought Militia were going to win this one, or at least keep it close. They ended up losing 40 to 19. It might've been because half of them were hung over. Cause I literally was at the bar with them on Saturday night and we all didn't leave until very late. So they might've just been very hung over, but I don't know. Maybe great apes are playing a lot better than they have been recently, but great apes ended up co coming out on top of that one, 40 to 19. So that's big for great apes for standings and big for everybody else. Um, in the East division or the West division, should I say? Cause militia were 
with only one loss, I believe, before that. So uh, then we're going to move on to standings for the North. You have the final standings after now that everything's over, everything's wrapped up, all the double headers are done, everything. You have Moneymakers, 7-1, finish the season in first place. You have Passive TDs at 6-1-1, and finishing the uh, season at second place. Plan B at 5-3, and three. and then Outlaws at 4-4, four and four, finishing in third and fourth, respectively. Um, Gary has the um, odds at, I believe, 3-5. and five. Yeah, 3-5 and five to Moneymakers. I think it's like three to one or four to one for pass the TDs, and then Plan B is eight to one. Outlaws are ten to one, based on Gary's um, playoff, you know, standings that he does for uh, and the odds to win the uh, championship based on he does them annually and everything come playoffs. So he has the matchups as Moneymakers versus Outlaws and pass the TDs versus Plan B. Pass the TDs versus Plan B is going to be a huge game. I think it's going to be one of the first games where all of the players from Plan B are going to be present. So that's going to be very big for the Plan B team going into playoffs. Uh, Pass the TDs might have their starting quarterback back, and that'll be big for them. So it'll be a very good game between the two teams. Um, Pass and TDs are really good with the short ball, tend to go long every now and then, but are very good with the short mo- or short ball and the hip movements and everything, being able to extend the play, get the uh, yard after catch and whatnot. Uh, plan B are a team that are just very athletic altogether, can go short, long, have anywhere from two to three starting quarterbacks at this point on their team. So you don't know who's going to be throwing the ball or what's going to be going on with that team. So uh, that's going to be a huge matchup. Great, t- uh, great two teams going at it. And then Moneymakers versus Outlaws. As much as I love the Outlaws and as much as they did keep the matchup close the first game where it was like 8 nothing, only going into the first half, I do believe that Moneymakers come out on top of this one. If Outlaws can shut me up and end up beating Moneymakers, I, I will literally wear an Outlaws jersey to the next playoff game. I, I promise you that because if Moneymakers, I, I just don't see them losing. I have them winning this all. I, I, I agree with Gary in Plan B being the sleeper team. I think that if they can end up taking out pass and TDs, they have a chance at playing Moneymakers and beating them in the finals. So we'll, we'll end up seeing how that uh, pans out. And then you have the South Division. Going into the final week, you have a three-way tie for first, second, and third. Or, well, for first. But as of right now, it's first, second, and third, uh, respectively. It's Pylon, Dr. D, and Pray for Snow because you go... Uh, it goes points, and since they're all tied in points, and it goes to points against. And Pylon Pythons have 191, Dr. D have 199, Pray for Snow have 303. So there is a chance if Dr. D and Pylon Pythons both win their game, that Dr. D can move ahead of Pylon Pythons if they have eight less points scored against them than Pylon Pythons do in that game. So uh, those two matchups for that week are going to be very, very fucking big. Um, then you have Royalty and Miami Sharks tied for I guess you would call it fourth so fourth and fifth retrospectively it's royalty and the Miami Sharks at three and four again it goes to point uh points again first it goes to head-to-head then points against so I guess royalty have the uh head-to-head over Miami Sharks they also have the points against over them so that's how that pans out and then you have Monstars at one five and one uh they're not moving anywhere they're right now they're stuck at that seating and then 732 at 0 and 7 are finishing at last guaranteed no matter what happens so Miami Sharks and royalty can move um, anywhere up to second or third place depending on how the games pan out this week so uh, this week is very big for the south we'll go over that um, when we get to the matchups for this up and coming week 
Then moving on to the East, you have Phantoms at 5-1-1, one, and, one, and then you have Going Deep at 5-1-1. One, and one. Phantoms are 40 points ahead in the points against category, seeing as the head-to-head is a tie game. It goes to points against to break that. So they're 40 points ahead. So either Phantoms need to win or Phantom or yeah, Phantoms need to win by more or <laughs> Oh, it's so confusing. They can't let up 40 more points than the opponent that going deep go against up. If they let up that 40 more points, then they could lose their first spot. If Phantoms lose, they could also lose their first place spot. Going deep need to definitely win to guarantee a first place chance. If they lose their second seed guaranteed as of right now, because they're five one and one. All the teams below them are currently four and three, three and three, three and four. So you have nobody has a chance of catching up. Even if they lost that game and show us your TDs won their double header, they would still be five, two and one, and show us your TDs would be five and three. So uh, Phantoms and Going Deep are locked in at the one and two seed. It's just a fight for first at this point between the two teams. Then you have Revenge Tour at four and three in third place. Um, they are currently in competition with Show Us Your TDs. Show Us Your TDs currently have a double header going into this week, so they'll play two games, catching up to everybody else. And if they're able to take both the games, they have a chance to go ahead of Revenge Tour, whether they win or they don't. They just need to let up less points against on the day, even though they're playing a double header. So they just need to keep the scoring to a minimal. And then Revenge Tour need the win this week against the Phantoms to guarantee their spot in third place. If they lose and show us your TDs win both games, then show us your TDs slides into a third place spot as of right now. Then you have the Spartans at three and four. Um, they're in a big spot because if they end up taking the win and Revenge Tour end up taking the loss, there's a chance that they could go ahead of them uh, based on points against. Then you have Renegades at two and five, Black Panthers at one and five. And Victoria's Secret at 0-1. I believe that <clears throat> Black Panthers also are... Oh, Victoria's Secret are out. I don't even know why I mentioned them. But uh, Black Panthers, I believe, are also playing a doubleheader this Sunday because they ended up missing out on a matchup last week due to some sickness that ended up coming out uh, uh, coming up on the final day. So um, it's Black Panthers and Show Us Your TDs with two doubleheaders. Black Panthers have a chance to go ahead of Renegades based on points against... If they end up getting both their wins, show us your TDs, have a chance of going ahead of Re Revenge Tour if they end up getting both their wins. And Spartans have a chance of going ahead of Revenge Tour if show us your TDs can end up taking that win and Revenge Tour end up taking the loss against Phantoms. There's a chance that Renegades or uh, that Spartans can go ahead of Revenge Tour. So it's going to be a very interesting um, week because if Spartans lose also then Renegades can jump them so there's a whole bunch of different scenarios that can come out of this week in seeding wise so we'll see how that pans out and then in the west you have Vicious and Delicious at 6 and 1, Militia at 5 and 2, Rejects at 4 and 3, Grape Apes at 3 and 4, the two teams that are tied in this division are TF Rating and One Hit Wonders at 2, 4 and 1 but TF Rating have the points against currently ahead of One Hit Wonders. Then you have the Friendly Gentleman at 1-5-1 and, and DeBerg at 1-4-1. <clears throat> so what I believe will be happening is, I don't know, I think Militia got a forfeit win, so they're playing a doubleheader. So I believe, unless they lose both games, they have the second seed locked as of right now. Vicious and Delicious need the win to guarantee their first seed. 
because Militia can overtake them with two wins. Oh, even if they get the win, Militia can technically... Oh, no, he's going to... Gary said he's going to do it based on win percentage. So Vicious and Delicious just need the win to guarantee their first spot as of right now. Militia need at least one win on the day to guarantee their second seed. If they get at least one win, then there's no shot the Rejects can catch up to them. And the Rejects need a guaranteed win to guarantee their third spot. If they end up losing, they could lose their uh, third spot to Great Apes as of right now. TF rating are currently fighting for a spot ahead of Grape Apes. If the TF rating or one-hit wonders can end up winning on the day and Grape Apes lose on the day, then either of those teams can end up moving up in seeding. Um, and then you have Friendly Gentlemen at 1-5-1 one, and one trying to take a spot if TF rating or one-hit wonders lose. And I don't know if DeBerg are playing a doubleheader. If DeBerg are playing a doubleheader, then they also have a chance to overtake um, one of these teams in the um <clears throat> in the two and four category but there's a lot of switching up that can go on within these uh standings and everything a lot of the seeding is going to be based on these last week matchups and speaking of these last week matchups what we're going to do is we're going to go into those we talked about outlaws and money makers already i went over those when i uh predicted who was going to win those uh matchups and predicting who was going on to the championship then, going into the Silver Division, you have a big matchup between the Monstars and the Spartans. Spartans need a big win here as of this week. Um, I could see the Spartans taking taking this one, but the Monstars aren't a bad all-together, like an all-put-together you know put together team. And um, the Monstars are also in need of a dub as of right now. So Spartans playing for their last week, playing a uh, crossover game. It's very big for them. They kind of need the dub, and playing up is a little bit more difficult than you would hope. Then you have Dr. D... Versus 732, I don't see Dr. D losing this one. I don't see 732 picking up a win against one of the better teams in their division for their final game as of right now. No offense to 732, but Dr. D just are a very well put together team. Um, bunch of older guys, but they mesh very well with each other and they've been playing for years with each other. They'll definitely, some of them will outrun you. So when I say older, don't expect them not to be athletic though. So. And then you have uh, Pylon Pythons versus Miami Sharks. That's going to be a huge game, seeing as Pylon Pythons are still fighting for their first place spot. As of right now, I think there are three teams, Dr. D, Pray for Snow, and Pylon Pythons, all uh, fighting for a first place spot. And it'll come down to basically if Pylon Pythons can win and if Dr. D can win, who put, uh, lets up the least amount of points against them. And as of right now, it's looking like Dr. D might do that, but... We'll see how Pylon Pythons play against Miami Sharks. Miami Sharks are a pretty athletic team and a very, you know, fun-to-watch team. But as of right now, they've been struggling a little bit with some of their players hurt and some of their guys not showing up to the games because, you know, shit's going on. So, uh, yeah, so they got that going on for them. And then Pray for Snow need a win against Royalty to secure a first, second, or third spot. If they end up losing, they could end up sliding down. Um, but, yeah. It's very big for Royalty and Pray for Snow to both pick up these dubs, so it's going to be a uh, a fight for a fight for that win tomorrow. It's going to be very interesting, and a lot of these games are being played very early. You got nine, nine, ten, ten, all for the silver games, so it's going to be a lot of early games for the silver division. Then moving on to the East, you have we talked about Monstars versus Spartans, big game for both those teams. Then you have Revenge Tour versus Phantoms, also a huge game for both teams. Revenge Tour need the win to try and uh, secure their seed above Show Us Your TDs. Phantoms need the win to guarantee their first seed as of right now. So that's going to be very big for both teams. Both those teams are going to be uh, 
shooting, you know, it's going to be a shootout, in my opinion. It's it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, defenses are going to need to lock each other down, and we'll see whose defense comes out on top as of tomorrow. Then you have Show Us Your TDs versus Renegades, a rematch of um, a previous matchup. They have fucking Moali Cox Jr. on their team. Guy's gigantic. Swear to God, the guy's literally like 6'2 and 250. It's terrible watching him go up for a ball and me being underneath and being like, ah, yep, there's no shot. I'm going up there. Absolutely no no shot. So I, I would literally need to climb him like the Empire State Building or like a tree. Like I would need to jump on and physically climb to get to where he's jumping to. So that's just not happening. Uh, but show us your TDs versus Renegades. That's going to be a great matchup. Um, I'm going to be showing up late to that game because I have a matchup for the Rejects at Beer Street at 10 o'clock. Game ends at 11, and then i got to get to Old Bridge for my 11 o'clock game. So that's going to be me driving like an absolute madman. I apologize if you see me cutting you off or honking my horn because I'm trying to get to the field. So, yeah. And then you have Black Panthers versus Going Deep. That's going to be a huge game for Black Panthers, seeing as... <coughs> They need um, these wins to try and uh, move up in the standings. And then going deep, it's huge for them because if they can secure the win and Phantom somehow end up losing or they end up winning by, you know, enough of a margin so that they can overtake Phantoms, then it, it's going to be very interesting to see how these, uh, these games end up playing out because there's a lot that is on the line and everything. So you have going deep versus Black Panthers. I think going deep win this one, but Black Panthers are going to be fighting for a better spot. So let's see what they can do. And then you have Black Panthers versus Show Us Your TDs. That's the final game of the day. Like I said, Show Us Your TDs are going to be fighting for the two wins on the day, hoping that they can um, they can take out two teams and secure their third place spot for a better seeding chance when it comes to standings and everything. Um, if they can secure that third seed, then I think... That one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So one plays the winner of that, that, and that. So yeah, even, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it basically comes down to if Revenge Tour and Spartans win. Because if Spartans win and Revenge Tour lose and then Show Us TDs secure that three seed, then it basically comes down to who plays Show Us Your TDs. So whoever ends up securing that three, uh, three seed it's going to come down to who ends up getting fourth because you're going to end up playing fourth place regardless. Um, Spartans could move up if both show if show us your TDs lose both games. So there's that also. Uh, there's a chance that Renegades could even jump them based on points against if they end up getting ravaged or something throughout the day. So it there's a lot that could shake up in these standings and everything, but it's going to be really interesting to see how it ends up panning up and who ends up in that play-in game because there are only seven teams in this division, so there is going to be a play-in game, and then I believe first place will play the two teams that end up, um, whoever ends up winning that play-in game. So we'll see how that ends up going. And then, yeah, that, that's it for the East. And then moving on to the West, you have Friendly Gentlemen versus Great Apes. That's big for standings. You have DeBerg versus Rejects. That's also huge for standings. Rejects need this win. You have Militia versus TF rating. If TF rating can end up winning this one, that's going to be huge for them because they'll still end up being tied with one-hit wonders even if they win, and they'll be able to keep ahead of them in points against retrospectively because, I mean, it's 40 points unless they, you know, have a 70-70 to 70 game. It's going to be very interesting. But, um, and then, excuse me, I guess he's... <coughs> Sorry about that, guys. But, um, yeah, so you have 
One Hit Wonders, TF Rating, and Grape Apes all have huge games because Grape Apes need this win. If they end up taking the loss, both TF Rating and One Hit Wonders can end up jumping them, especially seeing as TF Rating and Grape Apes are tied in points against, so it would also come down to who let up more points in their game. Um, and then you have... We talked about Militia versus TF Rating. That's a huge game because Militia also needs the two wins to stay in second place if they end up losing both games and then rejects come up there's a chance that rejects can end up taking over second place um so yeah it's gonna be a big day for militia they play tf rating it's gonna be a big day for tf rating and then deberg versus vicious and delicious no offense to deberg but they've been struggling a lot so i think vicious and delicious take this one secure their first seed and then you have one hit wonders and militia um I don't know who's going to come out on top of this. One-Hit Wonders are a lot better than the record show, but Militia are a very well-put-together team. They do play very well with each other. So, But seeing as it is a doubleheader and it is back-to-back, -back, it might be rough on Militia, seeing as they don't have many guys to sub in, and it is going to be at 10 and 11, so it is going to be early. So I don't know, Militia. I, I hope you guys aren't out drinking as of tonight. I, I hope this Saturday you guys are at home and not drinking because... It might be a rough one playing two games back-to-back, -back, especially after a night of drinking. So, But, uh, yeah, those are all the matchups we have for tomorrow. You have the playoffs for the North Division. This is the final week for the regular season. And then we'll be back with a big podcast going over the playoff matchups. I'll do all my predictions. I'll even do point spreads for each of the game. And I'll figure out who I think is going to win um, each of those divisions. Like I said, I wanted to talk to some of the captains, but I had an issue getting in touch with some of them again because all of them have different schedules on Saturdays. I didn't realize the fights were tonight, so it is a little bit more difficult than I thought it was getting everybody together. But it might be better going into playoffs to get the captains together, so it might be good next week, depending on what's going on on Saturday. Hopefully there aren't any more fights going on on Saturday, so uh, hopefully I can get some of these people together. And we can talk about what's going on uh, in the means of standings, in the means of playoffs, and who we think are going to take each of the divisions. Um, hopefully I can get some insight from some of the gold teams, because uh, I know you know there's a couple Plan B guys that I know, so maybe one of them will come on. Let us know what they think from a gold standpoint, what some or which uh, teams they think are going to win some of these divisions, and what their reasonings are behind that. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah. It's going to be a very, very, very action-packed Sunday. I'm going to try to keep up with all the scores and all of the um, these standings and everything throughout the day, trying to figure out what it means for everybody if people ended up losing, people ended up winning, see if I can figure out and calculate everything at the field to uh, figure out for myself you know, who's going to be playing who based on uh, playoffs, see if I can get some insight from some of the teams before they leave based on the playoff matchups that I have you know, come to the conclusion of unless something's wrong and Gary ends up switching it up on me like last time. So I told one team they were in second, they were in fourth because he went with points against instead of point differential and instead of head-to-head, -head, it was so weird. I was so mad at Gary. Don't even get me started about that. And then I mentioned, you know, in the beginning of the season that we shouldn't use points against, we should use point differential. And he said, talk to me in the beginning of the season. And I did, but that never changed. So I'll talk to him again in the beginning of next season. Hopefully we can get that changed because I think point differential should be the deciding factor, not points against. Um, but that's just me. And then, yeah. Thank you guys for watching. I really do appreciate it. Watching, listening. You get the point. It's been a long day for me. Um, I've had a lot going on this week. I took two days off, and I had 
a lot of shit I had to catch up on. I did a lot of shopping for Christmas and everything. Um, speaking of Christmas, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I don't know if I said that on the last couple of podcasts. I hope everybody's having a lot of fun shopping and everything for Christmas. I know it's a lot of fun for uh, everybody. I'm being completely sarcastic. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm being very sarcastic right now. Shopping sucks during the holidays. Even when people tell me what they want, I still spend 45 minutes shopping for each person because I have such a hard time finding certain things in stores and even when I ask it still takes me like 40 minutes to get somebody to help because it's so fucking busy during the holidays but anyways thank you guys I appreciate everybody for listening um I appreciate all you guys I hope you guys go and follow uh Gary's Instagram and Facebook page to make sure you get all the updates on the league all the matchups and he posts the uh podcast when it goes up he also posts the um the schedule and the standings whenever he updates them. So check out Monmouth County Adult Flag Football. Check out Monmouth Adult Flag Football on, on uh, Instagram, I think it is. Um, like I said, I appreciate all you guys who listen. A lot of you guys have been coming up to me with comments about the podcast and everything in the past couple of weeks, and I'm realizing that a lot more of you guys from a lot of different teams and everything really do listen into the podcast, whether it be on the way to, to the games on Sunday, whether it be on Monday or Tuesday after everything happens because I've been putting them out on Saturday. If it's even on Saturday night before we go in on Sunday, I really do appreciate it, guys. The fact that some of you guys, I put these out on Saturday night, and some people come in and comment on some of the shit I said on Saturday night. It just means that you guys are, like, you know, up to date on the podcast and really following. And, you know, it means a lot. So I appreciate it. I've been doing this, like, technically my first full year is coming around because I started in the summer of last year. So the podcast is a lot of fun. I've been having a blast with it. I think it's one of the best things that I've done involving this league just because I have a lot of fun recording it. I have a lot of fun talking about it. I have a lot of fun talking about what's going on and everything. But, you know... Um, I heard some good news about the refs and everything. I'm not supposed to say anything because I heard it in confidence. So I'm going to shut up on that note. But it's good news, guys. There, There is, I promise you, if your issues are with any calls that are happening, with any calls that aren't happening, with refs that don't know the, you don't think know the rules, etc., etc., I promise you there's hope on the horizon. We have heard good news about good things to come. So there will be positivity in the future when it comes to refereeing and hopefully getting a lot more uh, refs secured and, you know, more steady refs instead of having uh, 87 different refs a week and everything. We'll have, you know, a couple different refs who we see often, know the rules often, know what's going on. Um, Even if it is a whole bunch of different refs, as long as they actually understand the rules and know what the hell's going on, I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. I love it. I love the idea. Let's keep going with that. But yeah, the... uh, The good news that I heard, really, really cool coming in. So um, we'll talk about that when I'm allowed to talk about that. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I talked about Gary's Instagram, talked about his Facebook. Make sure you guys follow. Oh, I apologize about that. I had a burp. Um, Make sure you guys follow my Twitter page, at BucketHatToeTap. You guys have been great the past couple of weeks. Like I said, I've run into a couple of you guys at the bars. I've run into a couple of you guys at at the fields and everything. And you all mentioned the podcast. You all mentioned how you guys listen. You all mentioned what's going on. You guys know me as podcast guy or bucket hat or whatever it may be. And I really do appreciate everything that's going on. I really appreciate, you know, the recognition for like, I get thanks and everything for actually doing the podcast. They say it's a lot of fun to listen to. They really appreciate what's going on. I was able to take pictures for the uh, women's championship as we get towards playoffs. And I have less and less games. 
Um, I'll be able to hopefully take pictures of more of the playoff games and everything, seeing as I'll hopefully only be playing in two playoff games throughout the day. Um, and hopefully I can get pictures of the other games that are going on, but we'll see what's going on based on, um, standings and how things pan off in playoffs and everything. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I I said, I say it like a hundred times at the end of every podcast. And I know you guys probably get sick of it. You're like, you just said, thank you. But again, thank you guys for listening. Shout out to Dante. Shout out to all the teams. I, um, I'm on shout out to all the teams that, you know, I know and love personally and dearly. And then, yeah. You guys are great. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Good luck to the Gold Division teams who are in playoffs, and good luck to a lot of these teams who are fighting for standings in the final week of the regular season. Oh, and congratulations to Suicide Squad for winning the... I mentioned taking pictures for it and then didn't mention who won it. Congratulations Congratulations to Suicide Squad for winning the Women's Championship. Uh, They ended up beating Donnie's Angels. Um... Let me see if I can find the score for that, actually, real quick. They ended up beating Donnie's Angels 28-20, to so it was actually a very, very close game. I was there taking pictures and everything. Um, I didn't end up remembering the score at the end of the day, but Suicide Squad ended up taking down Donnie's Angels 28-20. to It was a very well-played game. Um, both the quarterbacks played absolutely, ad- or absolutely phenomenally. Um, there was a couple, quote-unquote, controversial calls. There was a trip that, that was uh, questionable that everybody was talking about, but, you know, Shit happens, so, but it was a well-fought game. Both teams played absolutely phenomenally. Um, they showed that, you know, they, there were some of the teams, uh, some of the guy teams sitting on the sidelines going, uh, my team's recruiting recruiting players. Uh, my team needs players trying to get some of these girls to play for their team because some of their teams are just, you know, struggling that bad that they see some of these girls playing, and they're like, all right, these, these could be good additions to our teams, like, it's like when people have six or seven guys, it's like an addition, even if it's like, you know, some of these girls are a lot better than some of the guys I see playing the guys division. So it's like adding some of these girls wouldn't be a bad addition to your team. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, you guys might want to go check out the women's division next time you guys get a chance and see if uh, any of them want to play in an extra game and play in the men's division. But uh, we'll see how that turns out, see if uh, we get any, uh, you know, what are they called? Ikea. Oh, my God, I'm drawing a blank on the word. Like intergender squads oh my fucking god yep forgot the word forgot the word it's someone's gonna tell me it when i get to the field or someone's gonna tweet at me and be like this is the word you're looking for but yeah i can't think of the uh the word that means two genders playing on the same team there's word for that but i can't think of it it's killing me but uh yeah i'll talk to you guys later um i'll talk to you guys all tomorrow Uh, If you guys have any questions, if you guys have anything that you guys want done, if you guys have any suggestions or anything you think I should be doing a little bit better, or if you guys want to just add a couple things to the podcast that you think I should be doing just because you think it would be cooler or just because you think it would add a little, you know, something to the podcast, I would really appreciate hearing it. So uh, reach out to me, talk to me at the field, be great to hear from you guys and everything, but uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Um, Have a great rest of the weekend and everything. And if Gary ends up postponing... Because he said, he was talking about he doesn't want to do playoffs the 26th. I think he was talking about possibly doing a double header because he doesn't want to do playoffs the day after Christmas because it's going to be difficult. So I'm going to keep up to date with him and see if I can figure out what's going on there um, to try to keep you guys in the loop because that's going to be a game changer if we end up playing a playoff game on the 19th and then end up having to skip a week or two or playing a doubleheader on the 19th and then end up having a championship on the 2nd. 
it's going to be a lot. It's it's going to be a fuck ton of sh- uh, of bum fuckery going on, in my opinion. But Gary might just postpone it a week. He might do one playoff matchup and then go second in the ninth. But I don't think he wants to go into the third week of January. I don't know. Like I said, I'll keep you guys up to date. But um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for um, you know keeping up with everything. And thank you guys so much for your support. I'll talk to you guys later. And peace out. Man, I said peace out without even saying, this has been Bucket Hats and Toe Taps. I'll talk to you guys later.